Hello, what's going on people? My name is Holt, also known as Captain Tinderpants Online, and you are watching episode 2 of my podcast, Captain's Corner. Today we are going to be talking about comedy, something that I'm very familiar with, being a uh, a newcomer to stand-up comedy, if you will. So, uh, I want to get straight into it. For those of you who don't know, I, as I've just said, I am a newcomer to comedy. I've wanted to be a comedian for a very, very long time. Um, I've I've always done comedy, to be fair, because um, obviously I'm doing this and I'm do I do YouTube as well. You know, I do my main channel, as I said in the last episode. Um, yeah, so I, I do a lot of comedy stuff in YouTube and Twitch and things like that. But now I'm now I'm I'm just I've decided recently that I wanted to kind of move on to stand-up comedy instead because i don't know i feel like that fits my personality a bit better one of the main reasons why i would like to be a comedian is because it honestly i want to be a comedian because it scares the fuck out of me i can get up and do public speaking anytime i'd happily get up there sing billy jean by fucking you know michael jackson and that and i would be completely fine but I, I don't know there's just something about standing up there and doing comedy that I don't know just scared the fuck out of me so I, that's kind of why I want to do it because I feel like if the thing you do doesn't have that emotional connection to you in which if you fail you know that you're not fucked but you know that you're going to be affected by it I feel like that is how you know what your true calling is. So with music, as I just said, I'd happily get up and sing and all, all that stuff. But, yeah. So getting up and doing stand-up comedy scares the fuck out of me. <laughs> so that is why I want to do it. Because I just thought that that might... Because it just ignites a passion in me. And everybody likes to laugh, you know. Everybody knows that family member who would probably be great at comedy, but just never thought... Because everybody's funny. Everybody knows that funny person. No matter what your sense of humour, someone finds you funny. Yeah, so comedy's been like a big part of my life. Especially in recent years. Um, as I'm, I'm currently taking a comedy like course uh, I'm, I'm taking comedy lessons at this at this pub with a professional comedian uh, to kind of just learn how to do stand-up mic skills and things like that I feel like I've got it down okay I think my, my biggest problem currently is writing the material I have a hard time thinking of jokes, but when I do think of a joke, I don't write out the joke. I, this is the same as what I did with the podcast. That's why the, that's why the first episode was only an hour and not an hour and 20 minutes. Because I didn't have enough off the top of my head to talk about. That's exactly why this one is probably not going to be that long either. Although, to be fair, I am literally recording... Like, on the day that it's meant to go out. Like, I'm recording, like, a few hours before it's meant to come out. So, I'm probably going to have to keep this one about 30 minutes, 45 minutes, something like that. Yeah. Well, um... 
you know, as I said, though, uh, comedy is a very influential part in, in a lot of people's lives, you know, especially mine. But, I don't know, you, you don't have to be a comedian to understand comedy. I'm sure everybody has that thing where they've got something in their brain that they want to do. My my thing to say to you is do it. Honestly, even if it's like stupid. I thought my, my, my parents thought comedy was stupid and music, but I did both. You know what I mean? I tried both because I didn't listen to my schools. I didn't listen to my parents. I didn't listen to anyone. I just went, no, fuck it, I'm doing it. And down the line, if I decide it's not working out, then fair enough. I'm not saying you will succeed, but, I mean, for fuck's sake, don't stop until you do, you know what I mean? I haven't succeeded on YouTube in the last seven years that I've been on there, but I'm still doing it all the time. And recently, I've found a bit more success than I did before, so again, I'm going to grind and grind and grind. Because that's just what you have to do, that's, that's what hard work is. That's how people get pensions, you know, they work hard at a job for, like, 60 odd years, and there you go, they're good. Whereas I, I don't do that. I work on something I want to do. About something that I've... Some some people, if you if you ask them what is your dream job, I don't know about 80% of people are going to say something like Builder or something like that. Because not everybody has interest in being... Sure, the celebrity side of it, everybody wants to be famous. But when you ask them what do you want to be famous for, they're probably not... They're probably going to tell you just something that they wanted. Just go, what did you want to do as a child? Right? Like, I know my mother wanted to be a hairdresser. And my dad wanted to do stuff with nature and, like, looking after animals. Neither of them did that. This is what I'm saying. You know, you have, if, you have a, if you have a dream, or don't just have a backup plan, right? Have a plan that includes two things. So have a plan that includes a part-time job, a night shift job, or something like that. Where you're at least getting money... To fund what you're doing. Just go for it, man. There's honestly no harm in trying. I've, I've always said I would rather be happy and homeless than depressed and rich. Because at the end of the day, my happiness in my life comes first, you know? I know what I've been through. I know what I can handle. I know what I know what illnesses and shit that I have. I know how I feel. You know? Therefore... I sometimes do prioritise my own happiness over other people's. And there's, there shouldn't be anything wrong with that. You know, I, I help as many people as I can. But at the end of the day, you can't just help people when you're depressed. Because then you're not going to end up helping them. You're going to end up giving them shit advice. Then, you know, then you're going to get someone killed. You know, so I don't believe in doing that. But. but I think the biggest part of life, I think the best thing about life is having a laugh. I think the best part about life is just sitting there with a family member, a friend, a colleague, um, or an acquaintance, or whatever, just a random stranger, and having a laugh about something. That is honestly the best thing about life. You know, there's nothing, there can't be anything better. People say the cutest thing ever is a baby laughing, but, so think about it then, once you have a child, right, make them laugh, you know? I, I never understood abusive parents. I never understood people who could neglect their own child, you know? I understand if you... I don't think abort... Like, this is, like, really fucking going off topic here. But I don't think abortion should be illegal. 
because that just leads to adoption and or uh, and orphans because and but that's not you know you're still ruining that kid's life you know i would rather be put out of my misery before i'm alive than be alive and have a miserable life it's stupid to think that oh this thing that's not even alive yet has more priority over your happiness, your life. Sure, okay, maybe you should have had, maybe you should have done better decisions, but condoms only have a 70% chance of working, and I don't know, the morning after pill has about an 80% chance, which is a bit more, but at the end of the day, there's still a 70 and 30% chance that you're going to have a kid either way. Then obviously, if you factor in the things about condoms breaking, because that, that's just when, when condoms normally, there's a 70% chance they're going to work. That's not even talking about when they break, or that's not even talking about when you take the pill in the wrong way. You know, you're ruining that kid's life and your own. Anybody who says otherwise is stupid. It's the same with guns. How the fuck can you make guns illegal? You should make guns illegal, but they're not going to, are they? Think about it, right? People... People go, oh, school shootings, and then they go, oh, well, it's people who kill people, and, you know, but at the end of the day, you wouldn't have a school shooting without a gun, would you? You can't have a school stabbing, because somebody will end up fucking clobbering the cunt. You know what I mean? If, if an Englishman went into a fucking English school with a fucking knife, he'd get killed. He'd actually get, he'd probably get stabbed by the people there. You know what I mean? Well, you, you make, you can't, it's like, you, if you... If somebody was going to build a giant fucking metal lair that had a nuke in it, or so, yes, yeah, so I said they were going to build like a giant metal nuke, you take away their metal. You take away their metal and you take away their hammer. Sure, okay, eventually they might be able to build the fucking thing, but at the end of the day, that's still reducing the chance that they will. Okay, so if you if you make guns illegal, you ain't going to get rid of them. In fact, it might be a similar outcome, but at the end of the day, at least then people are getting punished for the things that they're doing. You know, at least like, people are now getting punished for the things they're doing. Like, school shooters, right? Think about it. If you took up with a gun, there wouldn't be a shooting. Sure, okay, they could get a gun from somebody else. But at the end of the day, it's going to be a whole lot fucking harder to get a gun from somebody else than going to your local fucking Walmart and buying a fucking 12-gauge. Like, that's not how it should be. I could definitely see the benefits to having a gun. I can definitely see how self-defense might be something that you might want to do, you know. I can definitely see the benefit, but uh, unfortunately, the cons outweigh the pros. My solution to that is don't make guns strictly illegal. Just have stricter gun laws. Do background checks. Right now, I could walk into a shooting range, they give me a gun. I'll go and shoot some targets, right? I'm British, for one, so I obviously don't have a visa while I'm there. I don't have to give any idea or anything. They just hand you a gun and take your money. That's not how it should be. That should be illegal, completely. You know, you cannot take you cannot take somebody's life. It's a, you, you just can't do that. that. Either way, if you shoot somebody in self-defense or not, it's you're still taking somebody's life, you know? So I'm not, I'm not saying those people should be arrested if they're doing it in self-defense. Of course, you do what you can. But at the end of the day, maybe don't make... Maybe don't make guns illegal. Maybe make... Maybe you make bullets illegal. How about that? So you allow people to do ha have rubber bullets, which still hurt like fuck, but they don't kill you. You know what I mean? 
They're like, okay, there's a school shooting, it's got rubber bullets. Well, that's fine, mate. I can take you down. You know what I mean? That's it. Don't make guns illegal. Make bullets illegal. You know, there's a lot of things that people say, oh, this should be illegal, this should be legal. But marijuana, right? Again, it, you can't... I don't have an opinion. I don't think marijuana should be uh, legal. I think... I think certain strains of it should be legal. But there's a lot of strains of marijuana that give you hallucinations and make you more prone to violence. Not all of them are this relaxing or energetic drug, you know what I mean? Every single record... Like, cocaine, right? To a certain extent, cocaine should be legalised because it doesn't do that much to you, really. Take it from a fucking professional, mate. It does not... It does affect you, but it doesn't make you more violent in some occasions. But, of course, there is the occasions where it does. This is what I'm saying. So, although there's occasions where guns can be useful, there's also them okay... So, why not just get rid of it altogether and then... Because, anyway, somebody breaks into your house, you go to shoot them, they have a gun also, right? So, you go, oh, well, they had a gun, so I shot them, Right? You take away the gun, that robber ain't got a gun, and that person ain't got a gun. Nobody dies. That robber comes in with a knife. That man's got a knife in his fucking kitchen. He can stab the cunt. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, it's, that, it's true. You should either make guns illegal or make bullets illegal, you know? Either give them rubber bullets or bullets that just don't kill people. Or just get rid of guns anyway. You walk into a school shooting... No gun. Well, it ain't a fucking school shooting then, is it? You walk into the... You know, the army and people like that. You take away their fucking guns. What have they got, really? If you take away their... every, If you took away every single country's military in the world, there wouldn't be a war. You know what I mean? It's the same as that. So, although there is benefits to having a military, there's also cons to having a military. Hence, nuclear war and things like that. You take away everybody's nuclear... You take away everybody's uranium, they can't build nuclear bombs, then. You know what I mean? You take, you don't take away the thing that's caught. You don't take away the issue. You take away the thing that's caught in the issue. So the bullet is what. So yes, okay. So it is people that kill people with the guns. But if you take away the gun, that person's now not dead because he has not been shot. You know what I mean? It is simple science. Well, it's simple economical science. I mean, you know. It's simple economical science that if you take away the cause of the problem, the problem doesn't happen. If you take away the problem, the cause of the problem can then manifest manifest into something else. So you go, okay, then it could be a knife crime, right? So say if, you know, as, again, I'll set the scenario. A robber breaks into your house, he's got a knife now, instead of a gun, because you've took away guns. So he comes in with a gun, you've took away the gun, he's got a knife. He can still stab you, right? But if you take away the cause of the problem... Okay, so let me set the scenario for you, right? So, again, the robber goes into your house, he's got a gun and bullets. You take away the bullets, you give him rubber bullets. He can still shoot you, he can still kill you with something else, but he can still stun you with the rubber bullets. Right? However, if you take away the cause of the problem, which is the gun, that robber ain't there. He ain't there with the gun because he ain't shot you. Which means he might not even be there as well because he have he hasn't with a gun you give you're giving somebody the satisfaction. Fair enough, okay. Guns might make you feel safe, but do you know who else makes guns feel safe? 
Okay, well, guns might make you feel safe, but do you know who else feels safe when they're with a gun? Criminals. If I was going to break into a house and I had a gun, I'd be a lot more confident. You take away the gun, they're less likely to rob the house, they're less likely to kill somebody, they're less likely to go to prison, they're less likely to, le less likely to be a bad person. It's the exact same as, say... Uh, say, if you're in a church, somebody comes at you with a communal bottle of wine, smashes it over the bench and stabs you with it. Sure, okay, if you take away the bottle, that person's not going to stab you, but at the end of the day, they can still stab you with something else. But if you took away the... If you just took away that religious belief that they're trying to kill you over... Yeah. So, yeah. It's simple economical science, man, you know? There's a lot of debate whether you should have guns or shouldn't have guns, but it's, I think it's more simple than we're giving ourselves credit for. But you know why people wanted to have that argument? It's because they... It's merely just because they want to spark chaos, you know what I mean? Right, anyway, we were talking about comedy, so we should probably get back on that <laughs> topic. Um, okay, I, I'm going to take a bit of time to, uh, one, apologise if you can hear any background noise, because I've got my window open and my door's been a twat. Uh, but then I'm also going to talk about influential comedians in my life. People that shape the comedy that I do, people that I personally think are funny. Um, yeah, and just my favourite favorite comedians in general. Uh, Johnny Vegas. Johnny Vegas is an amazing comedian. He's so funny. He's actually probably... I'd say he's in my top three favourite comedians. Uh, Ricky Gervais. He's definitely one of my favourite comedians. He's fucking class. Dave Chappelle. I like Dave Chappelle, but I wouldn't class him in my, like my top five, you know? Same with Kevin Hart. I like Kevin Hart, but I wouldn't class him in my top five because I don't watch that much of him. Jack Whitehall, again, the same. Great guy, but... Again, I'm not putting him in my top five because I don't watch that much of him. Gabriel Iglesias, he's definitely in my top three. Uh, my favourite one of his is the cop story with the bad boys CD. Um, what else? What else? I mean, who else? My bad. Uh, okay, so who else would be... I don't even know. Um, Chris Rock, again, I like Chris Rock, but I would not put him in my top three. Bill Burr. We'll put Bill Burr in there. He's definitely one of my favourite comedians. Yeah, okay, so he's in my top three. Um, if, if I have to pick like another one, just to kind of throw in there. The, what's his name? Burt, Burt, Chris, Brett, Brett, yeah, Brett, Kessler or something like that. He's the one who does the Russian Mafia stories, you know, the... I am the machine. That guy. I don't know whether his name's Bert or Brett or whatever the fuck. Yeah, so him. He's he's pretty cool. I've watched like a few things of him. Russell Howard, he's great. Russell Brand, I don't know if you can call him a comedian, but he is definitely one of my favourites. Uh Jimmy Carr, he's in my top five. Lee Evans used to be alright. Michael McIntyre can suck one. James Corden, yeah, again he used to be alright. Conan, no. 
Jimmy Fallon again. He used to be alright. Uh, Jonathan Ross used to be alright. Jeremy Clarkson. I'll put him in my top five. So that's my top five favorite comedians of all time, who uh, influenced my childhood and my everyday life today as well. Feel free to tell me yours, by the way. Uh, you, you can feel free to follow me on Instagram at Madforhead. I'll also set this at the end, but yes, yeah, so you can follow me on Instagram at Madforhead and tell me your favourite comedians. Okay, so what we're going to do? Okay, so now I kind of want to get into the more personal side of comedy. So I want to, I want to kind of tell you guys what kind of comedy I do, uh, or that I am planning on doing. So I actually have a, sh I have, a, I actually have my first show in two weeks. Um, technically a week and a half, I guess. So I'll definitely tell you all. Yeah, I'll definitely tell you all what, where, how that go, how that went. Fucking hell, I'm, I need to stop. I recorded another episode the other day as well, and it fucked me up, man. I just had so many words, like, I just had so many brain farts. I just had one then, while I was explaining, while I was explaining the fucking brain fart, I had a fucking brain fart. Although, I'm sorry if this episode is a bit boring, it is like 12 in the morning, it, it's 12pm and I've just fucking woke up. I literally woke up like 20 minutes ago. So, yeah. <laughs> cool. Right, I, I'm only going to keep this going for another 10 minutes. So, um... Yeah, so uh, my my personal style of comedy is I can do impressions. As a kid, I used to practice a few impressions, you know, because I used to want to be a troller as a kid. I used to want to be a YouTube troller, uh, go on games and just troll the fuck out of people with like voice impressions and like Herobrine trolling on Minecraft. That was very fucking fun back in the day. Um, yeah, so I can do impressions, but that's not I haven't done any yet for material. I can do a few, select few impressions. I, I always try to do the best thing I can. Like, if I do SpongeBob, I can only right now do the laugh because these are all things that I've practiced as a kid. By the way, I've not practiced a fucking impression since I was a kid. That's why my impressions are a bit shit now. But so if I did like SpongeBob, I'd probably go like die, some like that. You know what I mean? Like die. I've got to listen to that like six times when I edit this. Yeah, I ain't gonna do anymore. But um. Yeah, so I did like, I know I just said I wasn't going to do any more, but I did it anyway. Uh, <laughs> right, um, yeah, so I can do that style of comedy. I think mine right now is kind of like storytelling and one-liners. I think that's what I'm going for right now, is uh, storytelling and one-liners. So, uh, I'll give you like a, a little preview of one of my jokes. You guys can tell me if you like it. I'm going to definitely use this. I, I think I'm, well, yeah, okay, I'm fairly sure I'm going to use this one in my comedy we uh, show okay there's a select reason why I don't believe in God uh, there's there is a few uh, I am an atheist one of the reasons I don't believe in God is I look have you ever looked at an animal and just gone what the fuck are you have you ever just looked at an animal so ugly that you don't believe anybody in their right fucking mind, all seeing fucking, all seeing God or not, would ever put that fucking thing together? 
Take an anteater, for example. Them ugly bastards. I fucking refuse to think that anything put that together. Take an octopus and a squid. Take a squid, for example, right? That thing is so fucking ugly that I do not believe that anything could ever put that together. That That is nothing apart from millions of years of stress and fucking torture. That's how you look like that. Okay. So that's like a rough... That's not the exact joke, but that's kind of roughly what I was going for with it. Obviously, I am going to like touch it up a bit, but... Yeah, so I, I just need to work on my delivery for that one, but, uh, yeah, that that's a little preview of one of my jokes, and I might tell. I promise I'm funnier than that, but, you know. Um, okay. Yeah, so those are the, like, types of comedy that I think I'm going to do. I'm not going to do, like, mime shit or nothing like that. I don't know, I can't really be asked. Um, yeah, it's not really my style. Okay, so the final thing I wanted to talk about was I just kind of wanted to let you guys know how you could become a com great comedian like myself. Um, as I said, I am an upcoming comedian, so I don't really know if this will work. But um, from my experience, great. I think how you deliver a joke is uh, you could have a batshit, like you could have a stupid, unfunny joke. But you could deliver it in such a way, like take Mr. Bean for, like take Rowan Atkinson for example, right? He can make the word Bob funny because he goes Bob. You know what I mean, like it's just the way he does it, the facial expression, the way he says it, it makes it funny. You know, Bob, Bob. You know what I mean? It's just the so I think the delivery is definitely the best part. It's definitely the, it's definitely actually one of the easiest parts to do. To be honest, obviously it's not saying don't have funny jokes. Have funny jokes if you can, but don't worry if there's one or two shitters. You can, you can probably salvage it. Um, the best way to kind of get noticed as a comedian, I say it's through media and open mic nights. So there's a there's a glee club in Birmingham, um, which I'm I might be going to soon to perform. I don't know. Uh, yeah, but there's a load of open mic nights and new material nights of things like that that you can go and do. Uh, you you won't get paid for it or anything, but it's a good thing to kind of get yourself noticed, get yourself kind of acquainted with the whole thing i definitely think youtube as well is probably the best thing to do i've i've said in the past that i think every comedian should have a podcast because i think comedians are are, are made for podcasts you know i'm i'm not going to suit my own horn too much but i am funny you know what i mean i i am funny and i do think i can do podcasts very well this is i just think i just need a co-host to be honest to kind of bounce the jokes off. Because right now I'm not energised. And I'd never want myself to be energised at this time. But. You know. 
I don't know. Yeah, I think I'm funny, but I'm just not energized. I'm funny when I'm energized. Okay, I'm sorry this is such a short podcast, but I'm going to leave it here. If you guys did like the podcast, make sure you go and uh, follow the podcast on Spotify. Make sure you listen to the last episode where we were talking about YouTube. Uh, go follow me on Instagram at MadForHead. Follow me on Twitter at Pants Tinder. Follow me on my main channel on YouTube, which is Captain Tinder Pants, and my second channel, which is Holt Snelson, which is just my name. Uh, and please join me next week where I'm going to be talking with my childhood best friend Cameron about his YouTube channel and please join me next week where oh shit and please join me next episode where I'm going to be talking with my childhood best friend Cameron about his YouTube channel our primary school and how we met Thank you all for watching the episode and I will see you guys in the next one.